everyone and welcome to It's Complicated Podcast. Uh, today's topic is very special to me. I wanted to talk about it for a very long time, but whenever I decided to do so for some reasons, I just uh, kind of stopped. But today I just thought that I'm going to do it no matter what. So here we are. So first off, y'all need to know that I'm not educated when it comes to religions. <laughs> and this is weird because... I've listened to a lot of Christian versus atheist debates, and I also read a few books from Richard Dawkins, probably the greatest atheist of all time. I also follow Sam Harris, and I'm a big fan, actually, of Christopher Hitchens. But still, I cannot claim that I know much because uh, that would be a hell of a claim, right? And you might ask yourself, why the hell I want to talk about finding God if all the names that I've mentioned are the greatest advocators for atheism. Well, uh, because, you know, all I know about Christianity is through atheism. <laughs> I also believe that, you know, Hitchens, as I said, I'm a fan, <laughs> is one of the most charismatic and well-spoken public figures ever. And I also find his arguments pretty solid. And I always think that Dawkins makes a lot of sense as well. And I found, find the theory of uh, evolution extremely fascinating. But in a very weird way, I still cannot believe what they are advocating for. And this is what I want to talk about today. This is the journey that I'm going right now. And I feel like there might be some people who need to hear it as well. So this episode is not going to be why Christianity is amazing because as I said, I don't know much and it is also not going to be about me preaching that God surely exists. It is just me thinking loudly about God. It's me uh, expressing what, I, what my heart feels. So unlike my other episodes, I am not going to be rational and this time I'm absolutely okay with that because... I'm not sure anymore if being rational is the only way. So let's start with my upbringing and my religious background. Well, many of you already know that I was born in Iran and Iran is known um, as an Islamic republic, but it is probably one of the least religious Islamic countries in the world. People might say that they are Muslims, but they are usually not living by Islamic standards. However, I was raised in a non-religious household. My parents never prayed or, you know, participated in any type of religious rituals, but they believed that there is a God. Even though my dad, I'm not pretty sure, I think that my dad isn't a believer, um, I, I guess that he's rather agnostic, but my mom is definitely a believer, has always been a believer and sees God as her savior, as someone who is guiding her uh, and gives her hope through her life. And besides, uh, my parents never forced me to believe or not to believe in God. They were, you know, pretty open about any topic and uh, bought me as many books as I wanted thank them for that so you know I could do my own researches and as a kid and teenager I always uh, believed in God I always feared God not in a way that um, I did good things just to 
by God's affirmation, but in a way that I genuinely feel bad about myself whenever I did something wrong or bad. And uh, as I bought my first Bible, I was about like 13 years old. I just bought it. (laughs) And I remember I um, understood just a little, but I kept reading it. I liked it. Uh, And for some reasons, uh, I found Christianity to be very fascinating. I liked Jesus, I guess, and I loved his uh, peace or peaceful uh, charisma. I don't know. I guess it was, you know, a huge contrast to what I was being taught at school about Islam. To me, Islam was very violent and, you know, Christianity sounded way more welcoming. And I guess that this was what I really uh, liked about it. But I wasn't into religions. Uh, I used to think that if you believe in God, that's going to be enough. I never understood why you need a religion to be a believer. And I guess uh, I still have the same mindset, kind of, uh, even though I'm pretty interested in Christianity. But more on this, uh, maybe later. So, um, as I said, I was, uh, was a believer until I learned about evolution. And uh, this theory must be the most interesting, one of the most interesting theories of all time. And I love reading about it, to be honest. I love looking for answers in science and I love to have a clear vision about how we have been made and what our ancestors look like. But the more I've learned about evolution, the less I believed in God. Even though I never labeled myself as an atheist, but I most certainly um, was very close to its definition. I justified everything with science and I used rationality as a moral compass. Until about a year ago, or maybe more, I guess, I started feeling very low. Uh, I started to realize that um, I'm not the same person I used to be. Uh, It seemed as if I was too rational. It seemed uh, as if I was judging people based on, for example, psychology and, you know, their political view. I was hurting people by being too rational and I felt um, a big void inside. I remember I read a book from uh, Paulo Coelho years ago and he said in his book that everybody has a personal dream, yet not everybody knows it. And... This made me very sad because um, I didn't know what my personal dream was. Being successful at your job, you know, having good grades, making a lot of money and having a family isn't that personal, right? Almost everyone wishes to have these. And uh, besides, as I said, I wasn't feeling good. Uh, Not because something bad was happening in my life back then, not at all. Actually, everything seemed uh, pretty good for me. I finally uh, got accepted for my dream school and I was studying what I really, really loved. I got a good job, which was very beneficial for my future. You know, uh, my family and my friends were healthy and happy. And I also was in a very happy relationship back then. So what was wrong with me? What was missing? Uh, These you know, these questions were in my mind and I was asking these questions the whole time. And I remember that one day I was sitting in my car. um, I was actually driving. So I pulled over and I started crying. 
I cried for, I guess, almost an hour. I cried for a very long time. And uh, then I decided to talk with God. And you got to imagine that this was something that I didn't do for a very, very long time, for years. I didn't know how to pray anymore. I didn't know how to say hello. And I, and I didn't even know what to say. I had nothing to pray for. I didn't need anything. And besides, I was kind of um, embarrassed. I thought I'm stupid for wanting to talk to God. All those quotes from Hitchens, from Dawkins crossed my mind. All those uh, scientific words came to my mind. It was as if uh, my inner self was laughing at myself, <laughs> was laughing at my uh, stupidity. But I felt a need. I felt as if I need to say something, no matter what, something. I felt like... Um, I felt like somebody was waiting for me to speak. So I did. <laughs> it was not a magical word. It was not, you know, fancy or sophisticated. It was just a simple question. Are you there? And to be honest with you, I felt nothing. Um, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I know that many of you want me to say that, oh my God, I, you know, I felt relieved but no, I didn't. I felt as if I lost a connection. Um, as if I called somebody and they didn't pick up. And that was it. I didn't say anything more. I just drove away. Uh, a few weeks later, one of my childhood friends reached out to me after almost five years. Out of nowhere. She got my number through a mutual friend. After she contact, contacted me, she told me that she had a dream about me. She said that someone told her um, that I needed her and that she should bring God into my life. And I remember that I started crying like a baby after <laughs> I heard this. And I told her that I've been asking God if he's there and now... He has been revealing himself through a friend who wasn't in my life for years. And again, you know, I know that many of you might want me to say that since that moment, I feel amazing. And, <laughs> and since then, I'm a believer. But um, it was not the case. Uh, my sense of rationality was so strong that I still refused to believe that you know, there is a God. I couldn't help it. I was in a tunnel and I couldn't see what was outside. I kept listening to Dawkins even more and I kept adoring his mindset. But this time was a little bit different. The more I listened to him, the less I believed him. I wanted to believe him, but I couldn't. Besides, atheism couldn't answer my biggest questions. Why are we here? What is our purpose? Or as Paulo Coelho would say, what is my personal dream? Evolution has no answer for these questions. And at the same time, during that period of my life, I found that that 
you cannot build human interactions only based on science and rationality. We have to be irrational sometimes. And even science itself is based on irrationality first. For example, if you want to prove something, you first assume it's true and then you look for evidence to prove or disprove it. So we need to be irrational in our lives as much as we need to be rational. And what do I mean when I say we need to be irrational sometimes when it comes to human interactions? Well, you know, I guess that things like forgiveness or generosity, supporting or kindness, these type of behaviors come from an irrational place. Because sometimes in life, it doesn't make any sense to forgive someone who broke your heart. It doesn't make sense to give others uh, why you are the one who is in need, right? It doesn't make sense to support somebody who didn't support you. And most importantly, sometimes it doesn't make sense to be kind. But some of us, thank God, are irrational enough to do so. And I guess this is how we can see real changes. This is how we can build better relationships. This is how we find more peace and make other lives better. This is actually how miracles happen. Because miracles are by definition irrational. They violate natural laws and make no logical sense. But who says we always need a logical answer? Or who says that you only got one answer to a question? What if there is more? What if we only think that we know the answer? What if then? So... Fast forward to today, what is happening currently in my life? Am I still feeling the void? Am I still disconnected? No, at all, not at all. Plenty of things happened and I guess that I feel more peaceful than ever. Sure, you know, I have my struggles in my life still, but uh, they seem much more easier to solve now. I feel a sense of calmness and I've never been this happy about my own irrationality. I started to seek uh, for meaning uh, in my life and in almost any tiny thing I do. And I'm still learning and looking. I still don't know. And I know it's going to be this way until death. We are going to be uneducated uh, whether we want or not. The word is so huge that it's impossible for us to know it all. We are going to know some things, but never everything. And that's fine. I think uh, it humbles us. And I guess this is what we need more than ever. Being humble about our knowledge, being humble about our lives, even being humble with our pain, knowing that there are people who suffer a lot worse than us, knowing that our pain isn't unique and knowing that we don't know. And all this makes me a believer. Now I confidently can say that I believe in God. I used to find it cringy. (laughs) I thought believers are stupid. And yes, you know, some of them are, but so are some atheists. 
This is not a matter of belief. It is a matter of personality. Now I don't find it cringe at all. I truly believe um, God is with us. He's guiding us. I don't believe he's there to make our dreams come true. I don't think he's there to make this world just. I don't think, you know, <clears throat> he's there to reduce our suffering. But I think he's there to make us do all those things for other people. To bring God in other people's lives when they need him. Just as my childhood friend did. That each of us represents him in a way. And this might be what Paulo Coelho was talking about, right? A personal dream. We are different and maybe every one of us brings another aspect of God to this world. And I'm sure that, you know, we are not always going to win, but at least we tried. And this is the only thing which is important. We fall, we get hurt, and we die. But how do we leave this earth? Are we making God proud? Is he smiling at us? Are we fulfilling our personal dream? These were only, you know, a tiny, a little tiny part of my thoughts that I wanted to share with you guys today. I also wanted to talk about Christianity a little and how I learned about Jesus, but I guess I'm going to have a lot to talk, so we are going to leave it here, but surely I'm going to come back soon with more. I thank you all for listening to me. My podcast isn't big, but I appreciate every each of you. It is truly a blessing to talk to you, so thank you guys and also thank you God. I hope you find peace. I hope you fulfill your personal dream and I hope you are on the way that God wants you to be. With that being said, I wish you a beautiful day or night. Bye guys.